Hello, 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 friends and family. Welcome to TikToking. I am your host, Kevin Hughes. My guest today, he's a relationship coach. Jake Maddock is on the show today. He's from Australia. And what he does is he takes relationships that are struggling or maybe just need that little oomph. And he brings them from uh, a scale from 1 to 10. If you're at a 1, he will bring you to a 10. If you're at a 9, he will get you to that 10. Whatever you guys need, he is there to help you out. He's a nice guy. He knows his stuff. But yeah, he, this conversation was fun. It was really interesting. I was definitely intrigued on what he does and how he goes about it. So I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I loved having the conversation. Uh, and before we get to the show, guess what? I have a letter. I promised you guys one this week. I'm going to go ahead and read this one for you. Dear Kevin, I just want to thank you for giving the world a show that we all needed in rough times like we are facing today. You make my wife and I laugh all the time, and the guests you have on the show are truly top-notch. Thank you for that. My wife has told me that if she ever leaves me, it will be for you. LOL. Just kidding. Whoa, 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 sir. I am happily married. <laughs> but thank you for the gesture. That That's hilarious, actually. <laughs> but seriously... Thank you for all the laughter and being such an amazing host on such an amazing podcast. Love, Brandon Hoyt from Jacksonville, Florida. Brandon, thank you so much for being a listener and thank you for being a fan of the show. You guys truly mean so much to me. And I will email you here in a little bit and give you my number to give to your wife. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> no, but all seriousness, I, I really... Love that you guys love the show and are a fan of the show, and it really makes me happy. And, you know, I'm just doing what I love here, guys. And, you know, if you guys love it along with me, that just makes it so much more fun for me and fun for my guests. But thank you so much. And if you would like to write in and have your letter read on my show, you can write to tiktalkingpodcast at gmail.com. And I will get those, and I will read them aloud here on the show. For now, let's get back to today's episode with Jake Maddock. This week on TikToking with me, Kevin Hughes. Enjoy. TikToking, TikToking, where creators come to play. TikToking, a TikToking, find out what they have to say. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking, fascinating interview. Tick-tocking, a tick-tocking, tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. How you doing, Jake? Fantastic, Kev. Thanks for having me, buddy. Oh, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. So I came across you on TikTok, and I found it very fascinating uh, with with your content, with, with what you do for a career. Can you kind of uh, tell the listeners what you do exactly? To break it down into a really simplistic format, I have to say I help people achieve 10 out of 10 relationships. That's probably the easiest way I can describe it. So do you, I guess, do people come to you when they're in a rough patch or do they come from you from the get-go? All, all sorts of different places people come to me. So some people who come to me after they just get divorced, some people come to me, they've been single 10 years. 
some people come to me as a couple and their relationship is a five out of 10 and they want to get it to a 10 out of 10, for example. So all different stages I get, but it doesn't really matter where people start. What matters is I get them to a 10 out of 10. Okay. And I guess when did you decide that this was what you wanted to do and how do you get into a profession like this? It's actually... I want to say it's easy, but it's actually quite complicated. It's actually quite difficult to try to become a successful coach. Um, a lot of people try, 99% of people fail trying to become a coach. It is quite difficult. Um, you have to first decide, okay, I'm going to give it a shot, all right? But then you've got to try to figure out, well, how can I build this company up? And you've got to be really good at it. You've got to be good at coaching. You've got to know how to get people the results they want to see. If, you're not going to be, if you can't get people the results they want, it's going to be very, very difficult. Okay. And look, before I even started becoming a coach, I didn't think it was really possible to be as successful as I was going to be. I didn't think that this, all this success would be possible. But if you put in 100 hours of work a week for years on end, you'll be successful. It's just you've got to put in the work and you've got to be good at it as well. Sure. And so can you give me some examples of maybe the most common questions you get asked? Yeah. So I get a lot of, I get asked a lot of stupid questions like, um, if someone cheats on me, can we try to fix the relationship? Stuff like this. All, there's lots of throwaway questions. Yeah. But there's also some good questions like, how can I step into my femininity more? What, what does masculinity and feminine energy mean? How can we effectively communicate? Um, when should we move in together? Uh, all these sort of questions. They're good questions. They're real questions. And they're fairly common. And that's pretty interesting, actually. So when someone comes to you and they say, you know, if I've been cheated on, is there any way to reconcile our relationship? I mean, I, I yeah, I, I, I see you're nodding your head. And I, I agree. Like, I think that would be almost impossible to come back from. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel it's almost you've invaded or you've, you've taken away that trust. And that trust will never reconcile again you know it will never come back to the way it was and the partner that was cheated on will always hold that against the other partner and even if that other partner has changed and would never do it again it'll always be back in that the partner who was cheated on their mind 100 percent. it's just it's too much damage once once too much damage has been done it's you can't fix it so how do they so when they come to you with something like that and you basically tell them, you know, there's nothing you could do to make your relationship perfect. Do they do they argue with you or do they try to, I guess, make excuses to, oh, it could work or why it could work or anything like that? Yeah, some people try to rebuttal, but I, I just say, look, if someone cheats on you, it's over. It, if a couple comes to me and cheating has happened, I say the relationship's over. I recommend that you end it immediately. And they say no... I go, okay, well, whatever. My opinion is yeah. you need to end it immediately. If you want to try, that's your own business. I'm not going to help you try to mend a, mend a relationship which is that far gone. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. So how do you learn everything you've learned about relationships? Like is there an actual program that you go to and then you have to actually put these um, studies into effect yourself before you can actually perfect what you're doing? So I've studied under lots of different mentors, everyone from Tony Robbins to other smaller relationship coaches as well. Read a ton of books, done some tertiary studies and some courses and all that sort of stuff. 
But I find the most the most intelligent people in life pull, pull information and resources from all areas, from their own experiences, from experiences of other people, from books, from tertiary education, from mentors, from lots of different spaces, and they pull it all together and they use it effectively to achieve what they want to achieve. Okay. Huh, interesting. So when a, when a couple comes to you and they want you to be their coach, is it kind of like a couple's therapy session? Like you sit down, you hear each side, or how, how does it work? No, no. So the way it works, if a couple comes to me, say John and Mary come to me, right? One day I'll do a call with John and the next day I'll do a call with Mary. I don't coach them together, okay? Because I have, they have to feel a certain level of comfort talking to me and I need to teach them separate things. I need to teach John how to step into his masculinity. I need to teach Mary how to step into her femininity, for example. I don't need to teach them the opposite. I need to teach them what they need to learn so then they can be the best they can be and then come together and work really well as a team, basically. So if they are coming to you with basically the same thing, but each side, um, I guess, you know, he's doing this or she's doing this, but it's the same. How do you get them to fix that when they're having the same issues. It's almost in, in, hypocritical in a way because like you're trying to change somebody, but you're doing the same exact thing to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's break it down really simply. So say a couple comes to me and they argue all the time. They're having trouble communicating. So I teach them a few things. I teach them about effective communication, okay, and masculine and feminine energy. Now this looks a little bit different for men and women, okay? In the basic bones of it, yes, it is similar but it's a little bit different in the way we do it, all right? So I teach them those two things, and then arguing disappears. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with my wife, I I feel we have a great relationship. Now, my background, I've been married and divorced before. Uh, So has my current wife, and we are a combined family. She has brought three kids with her. I've brought three kids with me, and we've had one together, so we've got a Brady Bunch over here. So I feel like, you know, we're very strong, but we're not perfect. So if, if we were to come to you to say, hey, how could we make our relationship perfect? We're not, we're not arguing, but things could always be better, which, no matter what it is, like relate, building relationships with each other's children because, you know, building a relationship as a stepfather and a stepmother is harder very than building hard. a relationship with your own children. Yep. Um, what advice would you give to a couple like myself and my wife on trying to make uh, our relationship stronger. There's a few things without being too invasive because I know this is a public forum, Kev. Um, yes. There's a few things. So I would tell you guys to prioritize your romantic relationship over the kids. Okay, your your romantic relationship should you with your wife should be of more importance to you than the relationship you have with your children. Okay. Secondly, there's a few other things I'd teach you. You need to take your wife on a date every second week at a romantic date. Okay. Just the two of you, no kids, obviously. And then some other things, you guys need to sleep together two or three times a week. You need to keep the affection and the intimacy high, as well as do some dual hobbies and communicate effectively. You guys, it sounds like you're pretty good communicators already, but I really Mm -hmm. wanna see you prioritize that romantic relationship. And because often what I see with couples who have multiple kids, they just get so bogged down and drowned in doing, taking care of the kids 24 seven, there's no time for them, yeah? So you gotta yeah. really, I wanna see you prioritize that romantic relationship over the kids. Okay. So now, let's go to your TikTok a little bit. What made you decide to bring 
your your content to TikTok to, I guess, because you're really answering questions on there that a lot of relationships have in common. And I guess was your whole thought process of that, was it to put it out there so people would maybe want to come to you with more questions or maybe you can just help that one person if they were just struggling that little bit? Yeah, so the whole the whole thing with social media, the way I like to do it is I like to give people the information they want. So if someone comes to me with a specific question, when should I move in with somebody? I'll just answer it plainly. Move in with them after you know them for about six to nine months, okay? So it's a, a lot of giving the information so then people have the information. And then if people want to do more one-on-one coaching with me, they're really still having trouble achieving that 10 out of 10 relationship, then I can coach them one-on-one. But uh, I love TikTok because the way it's designed, that short-term video, that short-form video, it's really effective to get short meshes across. Um, And you can view a lot of videos really quickly from a lot of your favorite creators instead of going through YouTube. YouTube takes a lot longer each video. It's less of that fast-paced sort of thing. Sure. And have you found that being on social media... It has really gotten the attention of a lot of people to come to you and and uh, really realize that maybe the relationship isn't as strong as they thought it was. Um, yeah, so I think a lot of people. I try to encourage a lot of people to ask themselves, "What is my relationship out of ten? Ask your partner, "What is our relationship out of ten? Rate the relationship for me." You'll. The majority of people who do this, 99%, it won't be a 10 out of 10. It might be an 8 out of 10, which is still pretty good, but 10 out of 10s, pretty rare. you gotta know, You got to really know what you're doing. Okay. Did, okay, so when you got into doing this, like what made you decide that you really wanted to be uh, a coach in relationships? Like what, at what point in your life did you say, you know what, I know how to do this and I think people could use my help? Yeah. So look, as a kid, you know, a lot of us grew up in the 90s watching Disney movies, right? And you mm-hmm. see the, the princess and the prince and all this sort of stuff and they live happily ever after. And even as a kid, I thought, geez, you know, that, that'd be awesome. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I, wanna, I want that true love sort of thing. And then as I became an adult, I realized that is extremely difficult and very hard to obtain and I thought, well, why, why does it have to be so hard to obtain? Yeah, I spent years and years struggling with relationships, no idea what I was doing, still wanting to achieve that true love Disney sort of relationship and not sure how to do it, okay? Once I learned how to do it, I thought this is too good not to share. So now I broke down really what I call the science behind Happily Ever After, and, I, and that's what I teach. And I've also wrote a book, which is also called The Science Behind Happily Ever After, but it comes out in about six months time. Um, my publisher is making me do heaps of work on it before it comes out. So, <laughs> will that be available on Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, Audible, all the all the normal places. Okay, and what was it called again? I'm sorry. Well, it's not technically out yet, but it'll, it'll sure. be about six months. But I'm hoping the title will be "The Science Behind Happily Ever After." Okay, it's a fun it's well, a fun it- title to me because. It's not really science, is it? Because it's relationships and it's about love and emotions. So it, it's a fun sort of uh, backwards title, which I enjoy. 
So will that book is, uh, can you describe kind of like what it's going to be about, um, yep. in a little bit more detail? Is it going to be kind of like what you coach or how to achieve this or it's, it's, yeah, it's, go ahead. It's, it's literally like a recipe on how to achieve a 10 out of 10 relationship. Like literally mm. the science behind achieving happily ever after. So it's a step-by-step -step, simple process. Do this. Don't do that. This is how you do it. So anybody can read it and go, okay. If I follow what's in the book, the chance of me achieving a 10 out of 10 goes up dramatically. So I always feel, and, and this is where you can correct me because I'm really curious. I always feel like nothing can ever be perfect. There's always going to be room for improvement. So when you say 10 out of 10, to me, that sounds like the perfect relationship. Now, is that just a perfect relationship based on what people call a perfect relationship or is that perfect perfect like no room for improvement after that perfection is only our own subjective opinion so think for example look around your room right now kev i want you to look around and mm -hmm. think can i see something which i think is perfect like you see in the corner over here i got a little deadpool a little deadpool statue i think it's absolutely mm -hmm. perfect okay is there something in your room right now which you would consider perfect yeah, pretty much everything in here is uh, definitely my taste and definitely something that I wanted to exactly. have in my office to create it. So Exactly. So it's, it's really just your own opinion. So when people say their relationships are 10 out of 10, it's like if you ate a pizza and I'd say, what would you rate the pizza out of 10? If you said, it, well, it was good, it was about a 7 out of 10, that's what it is. It's just what you your own opinion of it is. So outside looking in, people go, well, that's not quite perfect in your relationship. Their opinion doesn't matter though. It's about how you feel, yeah? So if uh, one side of the relationship, they feel they're, they're a 10 out of 10 with the, with how things are going, but the other side says, uh, I think we're about an 8 out of 10, how can that be approached? Because yeah. if one side feels there's no room for improvement, but the other side feels like there is, is that a cause to end a relationship, do you think? Definitely not. It definitely can be improved upon, it, and, it's, and that's completely normal. That's completely normal. Say, for example, you think everything's perfect, but they have a headache that day. They're not going to feel like it's a 10 out of 10. They're not going to feel like being romantic. They may have a stomach ache. Could be a whole bunch of different things. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's perfectly normal not to be on the same page all the time. But if you ask, if you ask your, you want to ask on average, what do you think it is? Okay. And they say, on average, I think it's a nine out of 10. You go, great. What do you think would get it to a 10 out of 10? And she'd probably say something like, oh, if we just went on a few more dates, would be great. You go, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And then that's the end of the conversation. And then you ask her out on a date the next day. Okay. Now, if a couple comes to you, say they're like, all right, listen, we're, we're at our last try here. Like this, it's, it's about to end right now. To achieve a perfect relationship from, say, a 1 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10, how long do you think it typically takes for them talking with you to achieve a 10 out of 10 from a 1 out of 10? Yep. So statistically, out of all the clients that I've coached from all around the world, which are mostly from Australia, the UK, and America, um, the average is about two months, two and a half months. Okay. And that was actually going to be my next question. So you're, you're based out of Australia, correct? Yeah, correct. And, and so you work with everybody around the world and you just kind of do it kind of like how we're doing via computer and you meet with them like that? Yeah, computer, phone calls. We do group calls. We do, um, I have online courses that I build. I send them out my workbooks as well. There's quite a few different assets to it. Um, 
all designed to make sure they're successful, but I've coached people from all different countries, um, Scotland, Ireland, UK, uh, Belgium, Germany, all over the shop. It's pretty interesting. Hawaii. Okay. And how does that work? Uh, are you are you pretty uh, fluent in numerous mem- uh, n- numerous languages, or how does that work? I wouldn't say I'm fluent in I wouldn't say I'm fluent in any language, but most of those people talk pretty good English anyway, so it doesn't really bother me. And what's interesting about the things that I coach, Kevin, is all the things that I coach transcend religion, race, age, creed, everything. I coach. I was coaching a woman from Costa Rica and a woman from England. If I didn't see their accent and their skin color was different, I would think they were the same person. There's no difference. Mm. Human beings, we still we still have that urge to give love and that urge to receive love. There's very little difference, surprisingly. Well, I have a lot of listeners that listen to this podcast, and and this is a lot different than what my normal content is, and that's why I was so excited to be able to have you come on here because – the people that I know that listen to it, and I'm sure there's tons of other people that I don't know that also, you know, feel like they could use some work in their relationship. Everybody has struggles. Everybody has complications and, and everybody wants to be on the same page with each other, but don't know how. So with having a person like you and them listening right now, like, okay, I want to talk to this guy. How can they get a hold of you? Where, where could they find information on how to get you as their coach? Yeah, great question. So pretty much any social media, guys. You can even join my group on Facebook, The True Love Community. The True Love Community on Facebook is a great group. You can ask your questions in there. You can also send me a message on Facebook. You can send me a message on Instagram. And also, I'm fairly popular on TikTok if you want to just send me a message on there. I'm a good communicator, guys. So if you send me a message, I'll reply fairly quickly. Okay. And so I'm curious, With are you married by chance? We, I've been with my partner for four years. We're engaged. We get married May 21st. Okay. Well, congratulations in advance. And uh, so with you doing what you do, and I'm sure you apply your own techniques to uh, your relationship now. 100%. Does your partner, do they, do they struggle with that or do they come to you for advice on how they should make your relationship better? Uh, no, not particularly. So we've been together so many years now that, and it's really good. Like obviously we have a 10 out of 10 relationship always have, but I was also an important part of creating a 10 out of 10 relationship is making sure you choose your ideal partner. It's choosing that ideal partner. Okay. Someone, and your ideal partner is going to be a beautiful mix of chemistry and compatibility. That chemistry is obviously that sexual, raw, animalistic sort of attraction. That chemistry is, what's the conversation like? Do you agree on multiple topics? Do you have a similar sort of mindset? Do you have the same values of integrity, for example? All these sort of things, we are so compatible in so many areas. It's so rare for us ever to disagree on anything. We're, we're always on the same page. We also spend a lot of time together, and I know how to effectively communicate, which makes a big difference as well. But I did the early work in the relationship setting up the what I call the foundation of the relationship by effectively setting boundaries, establishing the masculine and feminine energy within the relationship, and leading the relationship to success as well. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. One of your TikToks I, I happened to stumble across was someone had asked the question, 
when a couple moves in together, should she move in his house or him in her house? And you said she should either move into his house or they should find a new place together. Now, why is that? Why, why would you suggest a woman not, or I'm sorry, a guy not move into the woman's house? Yeah, great question. It's a very controversial question, isn't it? And it is. so it's actually a lot more complicated than people realize. They think, well, it should, it should just be all equal and fair and dandy and all good. Unfortunately, life's not really fair, nor are relationships are about equality. Relationships are really about love and happiness. Now, the science behind why we do this, the woman should move into the man's house or you get a new house together because what happens usually, not in all cases, but usually if a man moves into a woman's house, he feels like a guest. He has trouble being the king of the castle per se. He has trouble being the leader. So he, so he feels like he has to ask permission to do things. He doesn't really feel comfortable, doesn't feel like he has ownership of that house, which causes her to step into her masculine energy, him to step into his feminine energy, and for the attraction to demise in the relationship, which is a worst case scenario, really. So I try to say, do it this other way to set yourself up for success. Oh, man, now that you say that, that makes perfect sense. Because I could totally see, like, a situation, say, if I moved into a woman's house, like, she could easily be like, well, this is my house. Don't do this. I don't do this in my house. And and that definitely belittles, I guess, maybe just that's how we are as men. And, and our mental, uh, like, the way we work, I guess, is just is completely like that. So that makes sense. Wow. <laughs> just little things like that. I mean, that that's crazy. I, I think that's so awesome. Now... Do you do a lot of lives on TikTok? I, I've seen you do one or two, but are you? Do you think you're on there, like one once a day? Do you do twice yeah. a week or something like that? I try to do a live every day. Sometimes I do two lives. Sometimes I don't do any. But I, I am fairly busy with all my clients all around the world and running the business. I got multiple employees and stuff. But I try to do a live every day because I really do enjoy it. Um, I can answer people's questions, and obviously, it's a good way to get my name out there and to get to to gain momentum with the business as well. Sure. And how long have you been doing this? I've been a professionally coach for about 3 years. 3 years. Okay. And on average how how many relationships have you do you say you get to work with per month? Oh, it's a hard question. Um per month maybe 100? Wow. That's really good, you know, and I I honestly think, and like I was saying earlier, I, I'm kind of a person that doesn't think that anything could be perfect, but I honestly think that anybody, no matter what state of relationship, what state in their relationship that they're in, I think could use a person like you, you know, because I, I made the comment earlier, is this kind of like couples therapy, and you said no, and, and that's right, but in a way... It kind of is because you're not working maybe with both of them at the same time, but you guys are still working together as a couple. And I think some couples really need that advice from somebody, especially someone like you who has perfected the relationship part of life. And I think honestly, I think anybody could use someone like you in their life, me included. And I, I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm probably going to be talking to you soon, you know. And it's like I said, my wife and I, we have a strong relationship, but I, I, I feel like that there can be some improvement, you know. Hundred percent. 
I think the, the most important thing in life is relationships. Yes, money is important. Health and fitness is obviously important. But uh, relationships, your relationship, your romantic relationship, one of the most important things in life, 100%. And, and, and you can answer this if you would like to. I don't, I don't know if you'd like to talk about this, but do you, do you have a base price that you start with or is every relationship different? Uh, so I have a few different programs. I've got a, basically a small, a medium, and a big course. My big course has a lot of one-on-one coaching, unlimited calls, group calls, online courses, workbooks. The smaller courses are just the online courses. Okay, The big course is fairly expensive, but at the same time, it goes for four months, and it has a guarantee, Kevin. So the guarantee is if you do the big course, you will achieve a 10 out of 10 relationship. I guarantee it. If you don't achieve a 10 out of 10 relationship, I will coach you for free until you do achieve it. That's how confident we are and how many 10 out of 10 relationships we've created. And I think that's kind of cool because I look around and I don't see anyone else guaranteeing their work like that. Yeah, not at all. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to guarantee work nowadays, right? Because there's so much... The world changes every day and people change every day. And if you look at the way the world is today compared to when we were kids, you know, I was born in the 80s. So compare it from then to now, I mean, it's it's 100% different, 100%. Huge differences, I, I think. yeah, with social media. There was no social media when we were kids. No one had phones. Mm-hmm. Um, so social media, online dating, there's the two big differences. But one of the main things in my course is I teach people how to use online dating effectively. I've helped... So many people achieve 10 out of 10 relationships. Every single one of them has done it through online dating. Every single one. Wow. that That's impressive. I was When I got divorced, I was 30 years old. I had three children. I was absolutely scared to death because when I first started dating, I, I mean, we had MySpace, but we didn't have, you know, we didn't have all these dating apps and I didn't know what to do. And, and, and I'll be frank, I mean, a lot, it felt like a lot of people were just on there for, you know, one night hookups. And, and I really wasn't into that, especially having children. It's like, I want someone that I could eventually introduce my children to. And I just wasn't a one night stand guy. But I always wondered how people can date nowadays. I, I, it just seems so difficult. And it, it, I don't know, I feel like meeting someone in person is a lot different than viewing their pictures and then deciding whether or not you want to talk to them, you know? Yeah, it's sort of a bit more clinical, definitely. But uh, once I teach people how to use online dating, they're very successful quite quickly. Hmm. So you work from not only starting to date or wanting to find a relationship all the way to a relationship that's just about broken and needs to be... uh, resurrected every every single stage every single stage wow. of the program um i teach there's there's lots of different parts of the program right you got online dating you got effective communication everything in between but really one of the most important things in the program is i teach people how to become high value within themselves get that confidence up super high and see themselves as high value that's one of the most important things if you have low confidence or you don't see yourself as high value or you don't act high value you're never going to be successful. It is extremely important in relationships. Yeah, and, and I I agree with that. And not being educated in this field at all, I I know personally how 
having someone or like myself who at one point had low confidence can affect a relationship because if you see yourself as not a perfect person, your partner is not going to see you as a perfect person because you haven't proved to them that you are a perfect person. If you can't compliment yourself and only say negative about yourself, then they're going to see you as, as you present it, you know? So yeah, I, I definitely agree with, with that hundred percent. Like that's, yeah, that's spot on. Crazy important. Yes. Now, do you have a YouTube channel as well that you share information with? Yeah, so you guys can just um, just search me up on YouTube, Jake Maddock. Um, I'm not very popular on YouTube. I don't upload a lot of videos. Um, I, I, I'm going to try to start doing more. It's hard to find the time. I really, I'm quite busy, but uh, I should I should find the time. I should stop making excuses, definitely, because I do like YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot of people. I don't know. I think YouTube is still great because you can post those, you know, hour, hour and a half long videos if you'd like to. But I really feel TikTok has taken over and I love what you're doing because you're you're correct with what you said earlier. A minute worth of content can actually give a lot more information to a person than you think. Like I think it's a perfect amount of time for yeah. a simple question to be answered on one video so you're not crowding yourself with 30 different questions. And then, you know, they have to think, okay, this, this one, this one, this one, this one. Whereas if you just have a one minute video, uh, specifically for one question, it makes them think about that question a lot longer and they could relate to it a little bit better. hundred percent. So, People's attention spans seem to be pretty small. So they really only want to listen for a very short amount of time, but over that short mm -hmm. amount of time, they'll be very concentrated on that little piece of advice. Yes. Well, Jake, so... I know you're super busy and I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I, I really love that you came on here and I have a fast round that I like to do with my guests and it's uh, some basic questions just to get to know you a little bit better. So if that's okay, we can go ahead and do that. Yeah, let's smash it. All right. So what is your favorite movie and your favorite TV show? Oh, my favorite movie. Very hard to say. I'm a huge movie buff. Love the movie Stardust. Love that mm. movie. I feel like it's got a lot of different factors to it, which are fun. That's a very hard question. I love movies. My favorite TV show. Oh, that's a hard one too. I like a lot of cartoon shows. Simpsons, Family Guy, all that sort of stuff growing up in the 90s. Um, they're, they're good. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's funny. I, mm. Surprisingly, I don't really watch anything romantic, even though I talk about relationships all day. I'm still a fairly typical sort of guy. Okay. And what about, what is your favorite restaurant? My favorite restaurant is, there's a little Italian place here, which I like to go to. Um, they got fantastic pasta, but there's also another steak joint here, which I really like. I love a big, fat, juicy steak as well. Okay. And what about, what is your most commonly used emoji? Probably the smiley face and the prayer hands. I think they are. I think they're prayer hands. Okay. And do you have a goal that you would like to achieve by the end of 2022? Um, yeah. Yes, I certainly do, Kev. I have 26 goals right here in my desk drawer, which I look at all the time because it's extremely important. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say what, what one of those goals is the most important. One of my lifelong goals is to be the, the best relationship coach in the world. Um, I think I'm on my way. 
Um, but I also have a lot of other goals, more tangible goals, such as, um, look, one of my goals, some of my goals I'm achieving this year by marrying the love of my life, May 21st. Um, I'd like to have babies with her in the future, stuff like that. So there's lots, I got 26 goals, which are extremely important, which I must achieve ASAP. Okay. And finally, who is your favorite TikTok creator? Favorite, favorite TikTok creator. That is so difficult to answer. (laughs) That's so difficult. Um, There's a guy in Australia. He's a comedian. Um, An Aussie guy with a mohawk. He's super funny. Too hard to answer. Too hard to answer. Okay. (laughs) And honestly, um, so the reason I asked that question, and I like to ask that question, is because... I feel that TikTok's so big now that a lot of people haven't gotten the chance to really see a lot of very talented uh, creators. So I, I get I like to ask you know my guests what they like, and then I can go check them out, and hopefully other people can too. So that's okay. I mean, I, I don't have a favorite myself, and it'd be hard. I have a lot of people that I watch, but I understand that it's it's a hard question. So <laughs> I love all the people on there doing educational advice. There's heaps of people on there giving financial advice and all this sort of stuff. It's it's really good. I enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jake, like I said, I I know your time is very valuable, and I really thank you so much for wanting to come on and chat with me, and you know just. Talking about what you do, I, I could literally talk to you for hours and and I don't want to be too invasive and it's hard not to because it's like, oh, I have this question. I have, but, you know, I, I have a feeling, though, we're going to be talking soon and um, I, I'm definitely interested and intrigued and and would really like to see. I mean, what else I could do or my wife could do to to make it that much better. And, and like I said, it's great, but you never know. Right. hundred percent. There's always room for for improvement. Always. So yeah, Jake, I thank you so much again. You know, hopefully we will talk soon, like I was saying. And if there's anything that you want to talk about with me, podcast related, because maybe you want to start a podcast someday with with what you do, um, I'm open to helping you out with that as well. And, you know, thank you. Thank you so much. Kevin, thanks for having me on the show, buddy. You're a really good interviewer. Really good. Some interviewers are absolutely terrible. You're really good. Ah, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That that. All right, sir. Well, you take care and you have a good night, okay? Thanks, buddy. Tick-tocking. Bye-bye. Tick-tocking. Tick-tocking with Kevin Hughes. Well, that was a fun conversation, if I might say so myself. And I really think that if you guys are in need of some advice on your current relationship, whether it's, you know, having some troubles or just wanting it to get better in general, I would definitely give Jake a call. He's... He's a really nice guy. He knows his stuff. And I mean, I I have no doubts that he can't help you out in some way. But, you know, I really love that you guys all stuck around till the end. And I thank you, as I always do. And you guys, I love you so much. And this has been so much fun. And as always, I'm going to have another great guest next week for you guys to listen to. So thank you. And you guys all have a great week. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening. And good night.